Young entertainment. Young entertainment. Young entertainment. Young entertainment professionals. Young entertainment professionals. Hey everyone, welcome to the Young Entertainment Professionals podcast. So glad you're listening today. We have another fun episode for you. And hey, if you're not a young entertainment professional and have stumbled upon this podcast, I feel like it still applies in the sense that in this episode, we're going to be talking about career goals, interviewing skills, finding the right job that sounds good during the interview process, just as much as it looks promising on paper. My new friend, Alexa Simpson from Morris Light and Sound is with us. Alexa started her dream job through Yep while living all the way in California. I'll let her tell the story of how she made it to Nashville, but first I wanna give a shout out to The Tracking Room. They hosted an event with us a few weeks ago for a live recording event with Surviving the Music Industry podcast. We presented the event and host Brandon Harrington interviewed Luke and Beth Laird and Barry Dean from Creative Nation. You can listen to the episode now entitled Relationship Goals by heading on over to Surviving the Music Industry podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Lastly, if you're in Nashville, October 15th, mark your calendars for 6.30 p.m. Loveless Barn for the Concert for a Cure featuring Michael Ray and Friends. This concert benefits Team Fox Nashville, which Alexa started, and she's going to be talking about that in the episode as well. All ticket proceeds will go towards Parkinson's Research, and you can find out more info on how you can purchase tickets at teamfoxnashville.com. Now let's get to our interview. Welcome, Alexa. How's it going? Thank you, Libby. It's good. Yeah. I'm so happy to be here. We're so happy you're here, too. I'm so glad we've become friends. I know. Yeah. Well, and we both went to Belmont. It's I'm, just it's such just, a connection that we have sh- made, should have made a long time ago. I know. It's a Nashville way, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you're originally from California, and Yep essentially brought you to Nashville um, to start your, your, dream, your dream career in entertainment. Yeah. I mean... I had been looking for a job for a while and I reached out to Yep and they hooked me up with a career that quite honestly has been the best thing that's happened to me since college. So yeah, I'm very lucky. Yeah. yeah. So what led you to pursue a career in entertainment? And then can you share how Yep Nashville helped you take that next step? Definitely. To get there? Definitely. So I actually never thought I would have a career in entertainment. I specialized in public relations and journalism, um, some design and advertising. And, you know, I thought I wanted to go the hospitality route with restaurants and hotels so I could travel. (laughs) But I really was just looking for a position that had an all-encompassing aspect of all of the skills I thought I could bring Mm -hmm. to a company. So that mixed with my love for Nashville and and the music scene and Mm -hmm. the city just really kind of brought me back to to Nashville and made me want to start looking here. So, you know, I work with a bunch of roadies and guys who are used to being on the road and I'm one of the only women in the company, but it's been such an awesome and learning experience. And I've met the most amazing people through it. Yeah. And uh, you know Amelia. Yeah. From Belmont. Yeah. And when you kind of had had reached that point where you wanted to switch industries, um, she, you know, emailed you this job description and you were able to make it to Nashville through, yep, being in California, which I think is like one of the most awesome uh PSAs for for Yep and for someone in entertainment. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Yep was literally the cornerstone of how I got here. I had mentioned to Amelia that, you know, I was, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I'll be good at. I'm interested in, in being a part of the entertainment world and the music industry. If you hear anything, let me know. A day later, I got a link to an application and also an introduction to the person who was hiring. So not only did that automatically put me one leg up from all of the other hundreds of applicants on LinkedIn, but Yep and Amelia just made this personal connection that automatically, I think, put me on the next level. And so you you traveled to Nashville and you were telling me when we were we were grabbing lunch that um, you were here and you were interviewing like a couple different places. And so like even though you had like these all set up, you were still doing like the hard work of, you know, yeah, going to the interviews, researching the companies. So can yeah. you speak to like some advice that you can give to someone who's on the job hunt? Definitely. So I was very serious about moving to Nashville and tried the whole route of submitting some resumes via email and just hoping that it mm-hmm. I get a call back but that wasn't working for me so I pretended that I was in Nashville for a while and I set up 11 interviews in like four or five days and I just knocked them out I just went from one to the other in a rental car I stayed at a friend's house and I you know ate in the car and just like went from one situation to the other and just made it happen. You know, I think when people are looking for a job and, and, and serious about finding one, you'll pretty much go to any length possible. And I mm-hmm. really needed to make it happen at that point. So I got here, I just busted it out and that really proved to be helpful for me. So yeah. Yeah. And so, so before, you know, you felt like Morris was the good fit for you. Like I have to say, like in my own job search experience, like that kind of crazy, almost kind of chaotic time where you're trying to connect the dots and figure out where you best fit. What does that look like a couple months from now, a year from now? I feel like as crazy as it is, you find out like what job you really want. Minus the like what looks good on paper, what feels like it might be like the best fit, but like you really get to know the people that you're interviewing with. And so can you talk about um, why Morris became the good fit for you and what you love about the company and just being a part of that sector of the industry? Yeah. You know, I think we've all been in a position or a spot in life where you necessarily, you, you know that it's not the right fit for you, but um, when I landed at Morris, I, first of all, when I, when I got hired, I knew that the person, my manager at the time was a good person. She was in my corner. She wanted me to succeed. So I think in finding a place where you can thrive, you need to be surrounded by people who believe in you and will give you space to grow and succeed and, and, push you to the next level. And that's what happened with my manager at that time. And so Mm -hmm. she really, for the first year that I was at Morris, just pushed me to be creative, pushed me to ask questions. She literally, I remember the week I got here, she gave me a pass to CMA Fest and was just like, good luck. Uh, Here's a camera. Just 
you know, find your way around backstage, um, do a time lapse or something and just figure it out. <laughs> so the whole four days of CMA, I was just a wreck because none of the production guys knew me yet. And, but I just kind of, I needed to introduce myself. So that's yeah. how they got to know me. And it forced you to just jump in and not, yeah, not have to know. You just figure it out by experience, which I think is the best way. Yeah. Honestly, no, I, she totally threw me in the deep end, but like, I wouldn't. And she have, trusted you to do it too, which oh, yeah. says a lot. Yeah. No, I, I learned how to swim quickly and <laughs> it it definitely was the, I mean, the best thing that could have happened in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to what you were saying about, you know, work ethic and like knowing what to do in those situations mm-hmm. to to succeed in, in that, I think that you really like, you have to kind of learn from your mistakes and not be afraid to say that you don't know something and ask for help. But at the same time, like just figure it out and get thrown in the deep end. And, you know, it's uncomfortable to meet people that you don't know, but it can be the most, you know, Mm -hmm. efficient way for you to meet people and make connections and, and learn. So, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's so much information online about like interview tips and what not to say and what to say. And there's obviously like generic rules, generic etiquette of what most people know. But every single company, every single team operates how they operate. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's like part of that learning process. Mm-hmm. But what about the Morris brand did you find was really solid? Mm-hmm. Um and what what have you learned working there, starting on an entry-level position and then working your way up to a director position? Yeah. It's funny because when I was first hired, they had just done a rebranding. So when I when I went into the interview, I had done my research. You know, I went yeah. online. I did. I was reading press releases. I was reading the trade publications that Morris was featured in. I knew all of their clients. I mentioned those in the interview. But when I got hired on, I really got to know the different uh, divisions. So Morris is not only just a production company, they have three completely different divisions, a Mm -hmm. touring side with Kenny and, you know, CMA Fest and uh, National Predators. It's a rental division of equipment. Um, And then we have integration, which is installation of audio, video, lighting, um, and design in mega churches mostly. Um, and large corporate spaces. And then we have a recording studio, which is the tracking room. So I really got to know each division very well, but I was also tasked with knowing the different audiences. Mm -hmm. So my first year, I was just really getting to know the audiences, you know, the customer profiles, what they liked, what they didn't like, what words they liked, what kinds of photos. And so since then, it's been, you know, in my year two of this journey, I've really tried to hone in on, do they follow us on Facebook? Do they want to hear, you know, a podcast? Or do they want to see more videos of, like, the people on the ground, on the road, fixing a light or, you know, tuning a guitar? Like, it's yeah. so it's really been a learning experience. And just, I think the biggest piece of marketing advice I could give to someone is just to isolate the customer profile, figure out what they want and how they can see it and deliver that. Um, 
Can you give an example of like a particular situation that you learned through, whether that be positive, negative, whatever, that taught you something that's that's helped you grow in your position that you're at now? Yeah. So when I was hired on, I was hired on entry level. Um, I moved here with, you know, nothing. And I lived in a house with four different people and just made it work. Um, a year into it, you know, I, I had accepted more responsibility and and grew in my position, but I I really didn't expect what what happened to have happened, which was um, my boss who had the best poker face, unlike me, everybody knows what I'm thinking at all times. Um, she just up and said, I'm, I'm moving to California. Um, you know, do you want to, do you want a shot at this? And so for a second, I was like, if I didn't, I wouldn't have the responsibility and I continued, could continue to kind of learn at a slow pace. But like being thrown in the deep end, I decided to just say, absolutely give me mm-hmm. a shot. I think I can do this. And so I now, you know, the youngest person who's an ex- executive at the company and it's scary, but after a year I can say it's the best thing that's happened because, and I've just said the best thing that's happened about everything. So that's <laughs> annoying. Hey, it's a positive. I feel like it's a better than say this is the worst. It's a good thing that's happened. <laughs> um, but so the best of the best thing that yeah, happened. The best of the best thing. No, but I just think that if you want something, you have to go for it. And there's this quote from um, this this guy, Tim Grover. He says, everything gets easier when you stop expecting it to be easy. Oh, yeah. And I think that's been my biggest learning experience in the last two years is just you got to go for it and it's going to be hard. And you know, but the best thing, the best thing, the best of the best thing <laughs> come out of that. <laughs> this is going to be a trend through the whole episode. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. You're doing great. You're doing amazing. So yeah, you, I mean, I mean, this is a lot that you've experienced within mm-hmm. the time that you've been there. Yeah. I mean, being, yeah, I moved here when I was 24 and I'm almost 27 now. So it's been the biggest learning experience. But I think also when I first moved here, not only like throwing myself in the deep end, but um, not only at work, but in getting to know people and going to every event that you can and meeting people, handing out business cards, as old as that Mm -hmm. sounds, like just really making connections with as many people as you can. And and that's what I did for almost a year and I still do it now, but not as much as with everything going on. But for the first year, I just literally went to like three or four YEP events a week and they have that. So yeah, we still do. (laughs) We still do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just networked and made connections and, um, through those connections have developed friendships and business associates and, um, you know, people that you can just call at the drop of a hat. Mm -hmm. So, and just people to be around that you can relate to Mm -hmm. that know, that understand the pace that, that you go at every day. Yeah. I think that's a huge part of, um, of, you know, business development and, and 
personal growth mm-hmm. is being surrounded by people who, you know, not who are like-minded and hungry and ready to get after it no matter how hard it is. Right. So before we kind of get into, you know, your your insight um, for someone looking to pursue marketing, what you should know, et cetera, I want to talk about a couple other passions that you dedicate time to outside your busy day at Morris, mm-hmm. um, one of them being Team Fox. Mm-hmm. You've created a community here in Nashville. Um, talk about that. It's it's amazing. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm I'm very passionate about Team Fox. Um, it is a branch of the Michael J. Fox Foundation that raises money for Parkinson's research. When I lived in California, my and to this day, my dad still um, has Parkinson's. And when I moved here, I felt this need to not only network and make connections through the music industry with YEP, but give back in a way that that was special for me and, and my family and for my dad. And so that was to create this branch of the Michael J. Fox Foundation um, that would hopefully make some kind of difference as far as um, raising funds and awareness. So um, that that has been a big project of mine. And um, I've found a lot of members and board members who are just as passionate about that as I am. And it's been through, yep, and Facebook pages and just getting out there and talking about our mutual connections. And it's just really amazing to see those differences being made and those just meeting people who can, who feel passionate about raising money for a cure. So, yeah. When bringing people together here in Nashville that maybe wouldn't have had that organization or community to turn to, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure that's very encouraging for them and encouraging for you to see that and be able to offer, um, like you were saying, YEP is now able to have another organization, another cause that we can give back to, um, and we're actually we're planning an event right now. Yeah, um, for the fall at the Loveless Loveless Barn. Can yeah. you talk about that for a second? Definitely. Yeah, we are so excited um, that you guys are involved, and um, it's it's called Concert for a Cure, and it's featuring Michael Ray and um, Walker County and Charlie Marie, and it's going to be a benefit concert for. Uh, Parkinson's research and we're just so excited about it it's our first big concert that we are putting on Um, we've been involved with yep rewind a lot but it it was a big goal of mine to raise over ten thousand dollars for the foundation so this was I think the best way we could go about it. So we're so excited. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. People stay tuned for information because you need to be a part, a part of this concert and this show and yes. what Team Fox is doing mm-hmm. and what Yep is doing. Grab so. a biscuit at Loveless while you're out yeah. there. <laughs> See some countryside. That's awesome. So um, how have you seen, you know, your Morris family come and support you through, through Team Fox? Oh my gosh. They have been amazing. They have, you know, gone as far as, you know, we had this, 
puppies and Pilates event and they Amazing. donated some sound equipment for that. But this event at uh, the Loveless, they're donating and Loveless is also donating the whole space and the food and mm-hmm. it's amazing. So we just, I feel so lucky that we have all these people um, who are really giving back to the community, but Morris is donating all of the production. Wow. So all of the audio and lighting and the staging and um, it's it's going to be just as big as any Michael Ray show would be. Um, so we are stoked. So we are fun. so excited. I almost have to be like, you know, they, they're giving me drawings and 3D renderings. And I'm like, you guys are pulling out all the stops right now. Like just as much <laughs> as you would do for Kenny. So I really feel special right now. You should. Yeah. yeah. Well, I we feel special to be a part of it. And to just, I don't know, constantly have avenues and ways that we can give back to the to the community that's that's joined Yep and found their way through Yep. The Young Entertainment Professionals Podcast is brought to you by Bev. That's short for beverage, in case you didn't know. The canned rosé beverage made by Chicks. It's crisp, it's bubbly, it's delicious, and it's pink, which is a color we unequivocally love. Don't you love pink, Josh? Oh, yeah. Because we are who we are, and pink cans are what we're into. Pretty sure you'll be into them, too. So what does Bev taste like? The wine has bright fruit aromatics of strawberry, raspberry, and white peach. Taste of watermelon with crisp acidity, but not sweet. Wine color is that of healthy sea coral and pale pink lemonade. Bev likes fun, which is why they're on a mission to make the world more fun. But not just any kind of fun. Happy fun, confident fun, inclusive fun, kind fun. Which is why we hope when you grab a Bev, you dance a little crazier, smile a little brighter, introduce yourself a little sooner, maybe even at the next Yep Mixer. And you should know Bev is making their way to Nashville in February 2019. Check out their website, drinkbev.com, to shop online and find out where you can follow them on social media drink Bev. So now I want to talk about your day-to-day. What is it like day-to-day for Alexa Simpson? (laughs) Oh my gosh. In the life. (laughs) Okay. Well, I um, wake up at about 4.45. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like no I just I hate working out after work because I always convince myself to go to happy hour instead so I try to work out in the morning I you know have some tea I have a whole morning like it's Mm. ridiculous it's important morning routine is very important I am a morning person and all every all my friends think I'm crazy people at work think I'm insane but um, I love mornings so I have a morning (laughs) and then I'm pretty much the first one on our side of the office. Coffee, emails, Mm -hmm. work, work, work. I really try to get away from the desk at lunch, go for a walk, do anything I can um, to get away from the desk. But even I'll go to lunch by myself and just bring a book and not a screen. (laughs) Sometimes I'll just leave my phone at the office. I'm so glad you've said that as a marketing person because Mm -hmm. there is this other side of it of like work, hustle, go, go, go. And it's just, it's not good for your brain. It's not good for your stamina and the level of passion you should be putting towards your projects, towards, I mean, everything. And we touched on this a little at lunch, but you have a personal brand, of course. I deleted my own social media accounts for a month now and just am logged into my 
you know, Morris account and uh, Team Fox account. And it's been the best, most cleansing thing because I'm not scrolling before bed. I sleep with my phone in the other room. And there's boundaries that you just need to like put for yourself so you can mm-hmm. stay sane. And and it's really allowed me to be more productive in reading things that inspire me and going to bed and not feeling like I'm comparing myself to other people on Instagram. Right. And it's just been really nice to reset. So. Right. With busy days ahead mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. be able to dedicate time to your clients. Yeah. 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 Clients and Team Fox is, I mean, someone just told me today, they were like, good luck. You're not going to have a social life between now and the concert. So <laughs> and I was like, you are right. Yeah. But um, yeah, just really prioritizing time, putting it in buckets. And you can say you did this podcast and it was part of your social life. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I did. I put that on my, everything is on my calendar too. Same Even like a 15 minute coffee with somebody. It's like what? on there. But I did put this as a social oh, event. I feel so <laughs> special. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so marketing. Mm-hmm. Talk about what you do in your marketing role, but then also for what someone should expect. Because, I mean, marketing encompasses so a much. wide range. Yeah. And yes. so, yeah, like I was saying earlier, like I had a really hard time finding my first gig because I was really, I was good at a lot of things, but not a professional at one. So I wasn't a pro graphic designer. You know, I wa- I'm still to this day not a great copywriter. I, I can write copy, but I... I have people edit it and I actually like editing people's copy. Um, So I had a really hard time finding a job because it was, I had all these skills, but not a professional one. So I think marketing, like you said, encompasses pretty much all of that. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, It's so wide range. So it's PR, it's advertising, it's design, it's learning customer profiles and being analytical and strategic and, knowing how to communicate and be comfortable in communicating with people and with different departments and sales teams. Mm -hmm. So with all that being said, like, I don't know what I was expecting when I walked into that role, but it just, you know, you learn as you go. And I think just communicating with people was a much more of a, an asset and and an aspect of the job than I thought it would be. Yeah, no, it just, it changes day to day. Like some days I will be working on a budget all day long and tracking actuals and going through the P&L and seeing where I'm at from a budget perspective and have we spent our full budget for the year? How much am I off? And then right. it'll be other days where I'll be on site at a load-in <laughs> trying to get photos because I didn't have time to hire a photographer. Or it will be me sitting in front of the computer on Photoshop or Illustrator, you know, trying to figure out figure out a flyer. EPS versus yeah. AI files. Yeah. For those of you that work with that, you know <laughs> the struggle of splicing and yeah. separating. It's a thing. Always send a PNG and a vector Absolutely. file. Yes. Always. Yes. Take that white background out. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> High res too. <laughs> Don't send... What is it like 
<laughs> I got like a 56 DPI headshot from no. someone once. And I was like, that's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Also, I appreciate a good white version of a logo and a black version of a logo for mm-hmm. different backgrounds. You know? Know the difference between CMYK and RGB? Yes, yes. <laughs> they will show up very differently in different places. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the first things I also did was established our Morris brand everywhere in the office. So awesome. here is our color red. Use this color red, R23, whatever, everywhere. I little, I literally made like little laminated Morris red cards for everyone <laughs> and the fonts and making sure everything is so consistent. So it's so, see, that's what you need to be. That's the biggest tip that you've given oh, in terms you. of ter- marketing. You've got yeah. to be consistent. Be consistent. And yeah, I mean, I love a good consistent font. Yeah. Oh, it gets yeah. me so happy. Research what what fonts are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are eye pleasing. Mm-hmm. In my experience so far, I've kind of taken on like a marketing position and then also like content creativity. But I'm mostly I feel like I have like I have the marketing background, but I'm mostly I would say a creative person. Do you have do you have some advice for how marketing and creative people can work better together? Like like combining that strategic and I'm asking for myself because yeah. that's always a question that I have in my mind. Yeah, I mean, it, know, when I'm, I work with, you know, right now we're really trying to push video, so I'm working with a lot of video editors and photographers. Um and when I work with Sarah, Sarah's a big one of our content creators. She does all of our Instagrams. So um, I think there is a line of where we have two different kinds of creativity almost. Like mm-hmm. there's yep. there's me having this grand vision of what it's going to look like and then them being like, okay, where do you want that specific phrase and kind of bringing everything back down to earth. But I do think it takes when you're... You said it perfectly when... You're saying that like marketing is a whole different, it's a different kind of creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really that's all kind of creative ventures. Like yeah. with hospitality, like that was one thing me and you have in common. We dabbled mm-hmm. in it a little bit and it's different. It's a lot different mm-hmm. than entertainment. I, yeah. I think, I think there's different pockets of it mm-hmm. for marketing. I think from a high level perspective, it's strategy and it's how do you reach your audience and I think that's where it first starts and then it's into the bucket of content and then into the bucket of branding and into the bucket of PR. And and so each one takes a different kind of creativity. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's been really helpful to outsource for those people who are professionals at those different areas. So, you know, people who are great at podcasting or people who are great at video design, like I've reached out to those people and outsourced freelancers for that because I know, you know, I've cut a few videos for my mom on her birthday or whatever, but mm-hmm. <laughs> mostly like I am not a video editor. I movie, what the? <laughs> yeah, I movie. Yes. <laughs> so I think just knowing where you're creative mm-hmm. and where you can really ask for help and make it even better, you know? And I'm sure that, I mean, that's part of being a leader too, yeah. is knowing how to delegate and knowing. Yeah, it is. And I actually found, now that I think of it, I found our current video editor from a Yep show, Cooper. Wait, is it Cooper Smith? Yeah. I hired him. <laughs> what? Yeah. Cooper. Oh my gosh. Listen, yeah. he was my intern. 
Oh, this is full circle. He does all of our video editing. To like. <laughs> so I found him on the Yet page. Mm-hmm. I posted a resume because I needed a production intern for NSAI. He was the only one that responded to the post, like answer, like answering correctly everything that I asked for. Resume, like send it in the right format. He is I well beyond his it. years. He is legit. C- Cooper, Cooper you're getting, shout out. You're getting like... <laughs> I mean, base is basically like an ad for you <laughs> right now. <laughs> Shit is email in there for those yeah. who are inquiring. I Amelia was like, we need we need some sort of videographer for this rewind show. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have the kid for you. Here yep. you go. But I'm so glad he's found more opportunity to work with you. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Man. So more sponsored the. 90s country rewind yes and i was of course like our logo was at the end so i was like all about seeing the video and then his name was at the end i was like we're calling cooper for it and i mean that's one thing i wish we had on staff at morris was just a videographer someone who could do after effects for instagram and you know moving animations i just that goals for sure. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I'm but, so glad he's, yeah. I mean, that is a perfect example of someone who's like getting after it while he's still in college. Right. Excuse me. Like I had a few internships, but he is work. He has a career already yeah. in college yeah, and he's still going work, to school. You got to find, he's just freelance. Right. And I found a couple of photographers like that too. And it's just been, yeah, one of the photographers, he's, I think he just graduated from college, but we just had him go on a Hall and Oates load in when he what? met Daryl Hall nice. and John Oates. That's at the load oh. in. But those pictures, now they're being sent to everybody on the tour, including the artists, and photo by Colin Nixon. Just like, you know. See? Amazing mm-hmm. how Yep connects us all. Thank you, Yep. Literally. <laughs> um, okay, so any parting advice that you have? For the young entertainment professional, maybe some something that you some perspective that you've that you've um, developed about how the inter- industry is changing. Mm-hmm. Being ahead of the times as far as visuals, video, podcasting, like connecting with your audience in a way that you would connect with someone that something that you feel passionate about. I think surrounding yourself with people who drive you and motivate you and just always like I remember the reason I was so excited to work at Morris was because I had always wondered like what it why is a concert so special Mm -hmm. and the reason it's so special is because there are amazing lights and there are amazing sound that just like hits you like a ton of bricks when you're at the front and you can see the artists and so being a part of something that really fuels you and gets you excited to go to work every day I am the first one at work almost every day because I am I'm excited to be there because I feel passionate about it. So mm-hmm. don't stay in a job you hate. <laughs> Do something that it motivates you and feels you. Life, I've been through that. Yeah. Well, it is not worth it. No, it's not worth it. So love it. Yeah. This has been awesome. Been great. Thank you so much. Of course. So real quick before we go, um, the concert for your cure on October fifteenth at the Levels Barn. Mm-hmm. Where can people find information on that? Eventbrite dot com slash concert for a cure all over team fox nashville facebook um all over team fox nashville.com website 
Uh, follow us on Instagram at Team Fox Nashville. Plug, plug, plug. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> awesome. We're so excited. Yeah, so excited. Thanks, Alexa. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Young Entertainment Professionals podcast. If you're in Nashville, October 15th, mark your calendars for 6.30 p.m. Loveless Barn for the Concert for a Cure featuring Michael Ray and Friends. This concert benefits Team Fox Nashville and all ticket proceeds will go towards Parkinson's research. You can find out more info and purchase tickets at teamfoxnashville.com. Lastly, be sure to visit yepnashville.com to see what we're up to and a calendar of upcoming mixers, live shows, and more. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Yep Nashville. Until next time, discover, cultivate, accelerate.